This is Jessica Pate, your host for Brave Together podcast. I am here to serve, encourage, and inspire you in your journey as a special needs mom. This is your tribe. This is your community, your place to be reminded that you are not alone. Follow along as I share stories, inspiration, and resources just for you. Hi, friends. Today, I wanted to just do a little solo episode on something that I've been thinking about lately. If you heard in the very beginning of this podcast, one of our very first episodes was the power of our children as teachers. And if there's one thing, well, there's many things I wish someone would have said to me in the beginning, is that your child will teach you probably more than you will teach him or her and be expecting those lessons from your kid. Today, I just want to kind of reflect on that. I did a post recently on Instagram and shared this as well with all of you in a newsletter, and I just wanted to expand on it just a little bit and share some thoughts. For those of you who maybe are listening for the first time, my son Ryan has Prader-Willi syndrome, which is a rare genetic disorder, and he was diagnosed at five weeks of age. He will be 18 very soon. Maybe even by the time this episode drops, we will already have celebrated this very momentous milestone. And now I'm one of those annoying grown-ups that talks to younger marrieds and younger moms and reminds them that it goes so fast. Yeah, I've turned into that one. So I want to start with this little story that maybe you've heard me share, and then some more thoughts. Ryan likes to talk to himself. He sounds like a teacher talking to students, or he's talking about sports like he is a commentator. And when we go on walks around the neighborhood, he sometimes walks a few steps behind, and he has a conversation with himself. And he is so happy. This used to bother me. It was odd behavior. He would do it in public, in waiting rooms, or grocery stores, or anywhere. It was uncomfortable in car rides for the siblings in the younger years, maybe even now, or definitely the older years when friends started riding in the car for carpools. I used to think that we should use ABA therapy or behavior modification techniques to squash and extinguish this behavior. Well, should is a bad word sometimes. I realize, though, that Ryan's talking to himself is self-soothing with a capital S. Soothing, peaceful for him, calming. So why would I try to change that? Just because it is not normal behavior does not mean we need to get rid of it. This was my aha moment. One of the gifts of special needs motherhood is a shift in perspective and priorities. All I really care about is if Ryan is stable, safe, and happy. The self-talk is not harming him or others. We don't need to change 
every behavior that is not a neurotypical behavior. We can't always fix things with air quotes around fix. (laughs) We must make peace with our children and let them just be. Let them change us and our hearts. So today I want to share a few lessons along these lines, things I've learned from Ryan and this very unique journey over the past 18 years. If you are early in your journey, maybe, like very early, maybe you aren't at the goal stage, but at some point you're going to encounter goals set for your child, which requires them to change and grow and work very hard. And you will work very hard. In those years, which go all the way up through the school years into high school, and I'm guessing there are goals even in the transition program that Ryan will be in after high school, we're always trying to improve our kids' skills, whether it's gross motor, fine motor, speech, and social skills. We're trying to change behaviors, behaviors that are odd or not normal or not helpful or behaviors that are not functional or of service to our children's daily lives, let alone changing behaviors that are very, very harmful to our child or to other people. We want our kids to grow and to progress, and we have hope for them to become more similar to their neurotypical peers, or at least I felt that way in the early years, and I think a lot of parents do. We may even verbalize with good intentions that we want our kids to become more normal because we think it will make them happy, and we think it will certainly make us more happy. Sometimes this is true. Sometimes this is not true. I've had to make peace with Ryan and his level of progress, his areas of struggle and weakness. It's an ongoing process. I'll share some examples of behaviors I've wanted to change and then truths that have come out of that and what I've learned. For example, one behavior I've wanted to change is how highly dependent Ryan is on me. I want him to be more independent because he's almost 18. And honestly, so I can be a little bit more independent in the day. The truth is he needs help and I need help. I cannot be fully independent either. I cannot be the sole caregiver for Ryan. I cannot mother 24-7 without taking a break. I need to ask my husband to pitch in. Thankfully, he's always been a super hands-on dad. And yet, no one is a mind reader. So I need to ask specifically for what I need or want. I need helpers. I need to ask for help. I need to train trust and try out new caregivers and respite babysitters. Because Ryan is so highly dependent on me, I will burn out if I do not take breaks. I recognize this early in my journey and I placed a high, high, high value on self-care, marital care, and sibling care. Ryan is needy and so am I. Another behavior that I've wanted to change is Ryan's inflexibility and rigidity. One of our common phrases in the Pate household is, when things change, what do we do? We go with the flow. It's a phrase we taught Ryan from an early age. We say it often because 
Well, life changes a lot. As much as we try to control, schedule, and maintain so much consistency, things change, especially this last year, right? The truth is motherhood requires me to be flexible too. This past year of the pandemic, I've had to learn to be flexible. I've suffered space invasion, constant schedule changes, turnover in caregivers, and adjustments to the very, very, very increased needs of my family. If I'm working from home and a family need arises, I have to stop. I have to change appointments or work at night when the kids are sleeping. Another area that I have had to learn to be flexible in is in regards to family vacations. We started out for many, many years taking trips, the five of us, going here, going there. And it was manageable, and it got increasingly more challenging as the years went on as Ryan's anxiety and behaviors became a thing of our everyday lives. It's just not always easy to take him places. And so many years ago, we would splinter up and we would have trips without Ryan or we would take Luke and Kate one-on-one on little trips or dates for the day or Chris and I would get away by ourselves or I would get away with girlfriends to get breaks since we weren't doing family trips the way we wanted to. And about five years ago, we actually stopped pretty much taking trips, all five of us together, because it's just, it's just too hard. It's hard on everyone. And, and honestly, it's hard on Ryan, too, to pull him out of his routine. So I had to be flexible. I still have to be flexible. Another behavior I've wanted to change is Ryan's questions. He asks 100,000 questions a day. Okay, well, no, maybe like 10,000 questions a day. In the PWS world, we joke and vent about this trait that seems universal among our kids. It's enlightening, and it's cute sometimes, and super exhausting. So a truth that comes out of this to me is that we learned in kindergarten that there are no dumb questions Questions are good. When we are unsure about something, we need reassurance or clarification or confirmation or understanding. It's a good thing to be inquisitive. With Ryan's question asking, I'm exhausted or exasperated sometimes, and so I have to accept Ryan as he is, just to ask away. He needs to. It almost seems with him genetically driven. Ryan's incessant question asking has taught me patience, patience with him, patience with anxiety-driven questions, patience with Ryan's unique way of social engagement. Am I always patient? No. Do I ask for question breaks? Yes, for sure. Ryan's questions range from asking what's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to do the moms of We Are Brave together feel loved today. It's all over the map, and it's beautiful, and it's tiring. It's Ryan. It's his way. Let's let our kids change us. Let them teach us. Seasoned moms that I've interviewed 
have said that they noticed a radical shift in themselves and the home environment when they radically accepted their children and let them be who they are and recognize them as teachers. Not in a passive, say la vie sort of way. Not that these moms threw out the parenting and advocating and hoping and pushing forward. I don't mean that at all. It just means adopting a mindset of no longer trying to fix and normalize their child, embracing their child's traits and struggles and strengths and gifts and different behaviors and unique ways of living and engaging. Kind of feels like a giant exhale. And it is not one and done. This acceptance happens again and again throughout parenthood. With new seasons and challenges, we are forced to adjust our expectations and to change. We change. And so much for the better. Thank you for listening today. And I hope that this hits home, resonates, inspires you to think about the ways that you can change for the better because of your child and because of this journey. Before we go, I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, BetterHelp. If you've been listening to this podcast or following me for a while, you know how important my mentors have meant to me and how much I value therapy for self-care and healing. BetterHelp is a professional online therapy and counseling service which gives you secure, personalized help when you need it. They offer their counseling and therapy sessions through video, text messaging, and phone calls, making it easy to fit into your busy schedule. I love their platform because it really puts a focus on accessibility and personalization, and they do also offer financial aid services. So if you've been unsure about seeking out therapy or help, this is a great way to test the waters. I will leave all the details in the show notes and you can access our link for 10% off your first month at www.betterhelp.com backslash we are brave together. You're a mom out there and you have not yet joined the community of We Are Brave Together. Please go to our website, wearebravetogether.com and fill out the little pop-up form because we want you to be a part of the tribe and the sisterhood so that you can feel the transforming comfort of others. You are not alone.